What's going on, everybody? My name is Noah. My name is Nick. And this is the second episode of the 416 Podcast. Today we will be talking about the NBA's trade deadline, the All-Stars that were revealed, and the teams that are racing for the bottom for that first overall pick, and then also our predictions for the end-of-the-year trophies, like the MVP, six-man, etc. And then we will also be talking about our finals predictions and playoffs and where we think teams will end up. All right, so without any more uh, introduction, let's get right into it. So at first, we're going to be talking about some big names that are on the move. Um, I chose KD and Zach Levine for this graphic because I'm a firm believer that KD, KD either by Thursday or in the offseason is making a move to the Phoenix Suns. As you can see, old, old school crew neck. Crew neck? Yeah, it's a crew neck. No, it's not. It's a, oh, it's a, it's a turtleneck. It's a yeah. turtleneck. Yeah, dude, from the 90s, back in the Barkley era. Uh, but that's my prediction, is Kevin Durant going to Phoenix? What's your thoughts? I like the thought. I I did see earlier today that Woj tweeted out that the Nets are not trying to trade him right now before Thursday's deadline, but it could happen. But I, I could see the Suns. They probably have to package like Aiton, CP3... Probably Cam Johnson and two or three first for KD, and I'm guessing they're also gonna get rid of like Seth Curry. That'd probably be like the ideal package deal. Basically, to build around Sir Cam Thomas that's been going off, just dropped his third forty piece in a row. But yeah, I would see him either going to the Suns or I could see him staying in the East and going to like maybe like the Heat for a bunch of young guys. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I don't really see him going anywhere else. Uh, but if you're the Nets, are you getting rid of KD and then just rebuilding, blowing it up this offseason? See, it's very tough to blow it up right now because of how many tri- how many picks they got rid of to get Kyrie. Right, yeah, you, you sell KD. everything for that big three. And... and what does that do to you? Nothing. Most fraudulent franchise ever try to get some very old big three guys and then, then you make the Celtics look good back when they traded for KG... Paul Pierce, Derek Williams, like that did nothing. You just made the Celtics the best team in the East for the next 10 years, or one of the best. And then now they're going to be doing the same thing with whoever, Sold. basically, whoever has all their picks now. But, yeah, I guess they can tank and hopefully build off Cam Thomas, maybe. I don't really know what the, what the Nets are going to do. Yeah, they're fourth in the East right now. I think this is probably KD's last healthy year with the Nets. Well, not last healthy year, last year probably at all. Um, so you're going to have to probably go further in if you're the Nets. Try to build, try to play more Cam Thomas minutes, obviously. Um, you still got Seth Curry, Joe Harris. Like, I just don't really like the Nets. Um, even, even at a four seed, now that you got rid of the threat of Kyrie, because Kyrie's obviously like a top three guy in the league when he plays, um... No Kyrie, no, you guys just have nothing. You get absolutely fleeced by the Mavs for what? Dinwiddie, a pick. And Finney Smith, I think yeah. is his last name. I don't want to say his first name. But you really got no compensation. But now that moves me into the Mavs. What are we What are we talking about Kyrie? Who are we hearing? I really like that move. Like Kyrie 
could have went to the Lakers, but Nets GM did say that he was trying to push him away from not going to the Lakers, basically. So they were listening to every trade talk and probably taking whatever one was the best. But I like Kyrie on the Mavs just because it gives Luka some more help. He took the Mavs to the Western Conference Finals, I think, or the semifinals last year. Yeah, semis. The semis by himself. Mm-hmm against the Warriors, which he was not going to win. But I think now with Kyrie, whenever he throws up 40, you have a guaranteed, like, 25-plus with Kyrie. Mm-hmm. So, and now the usage rate doesn't fall so much on Luka. Yeah. That that two-guard front with those two will be very, very scary, I think. Also, with Christian Wood, too, they'll, they'll be looking like a pretty scary team in the West, I would say, probably. By the end of the season, they'll be the two, maybe the three. But now they're at this point, they're just the Nets of the West, because you've got your incredibly offensively generationally talented best player in Luca, which was KD, and then you got Kyrie, and then Christian Wood is just big man James Harden. He plays really no defense. He had those three blocks against LeBron, which people think makes him a good defender, but no. It's old man Wash LeBron. He's yamming that over his head any other day of the week. I don't think Christian wins that great defensively, obviously. I've just been saying it. But you get that Mavs team in a playoff situation, and they're probably not going to win four games. I think they, they probably probably make the second round? Probably get bounced in the second round? Well, currently, I'm looking at their where they're sitting at right now in the standings. They're in fifth, eight and a half games back from Denver. They're bare, they're 29 and 26. They're crappy on the road, really good at home, like mostly every team in the NBA. Right. But like if they, if they set that five spot, they have to play the Clippers, probably losing that getting bounced with Kawhi and Paul George. But if they bump up, I would see them bumping up and the Kings falling. And then they play a six or seven. I don't know. There's a lot of shakeup that can happen with that entire Western Conference because the Warriors are sitting at seven. You know, they'll be going back up with Curry going back through. So I I could see him making a run, but then I also could see him not making a run just because of the teams in the West. So, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing with the West is it's like there's the Nuggets that are obviously good. Um and then there's really – it's just very balanced compared to the East where it's top-heavy with the top four. Um, the Heat, that's like six or seven, but you know the Heat can make a run. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the East is stronger, but – Yeah, so do I. But now moving on from the whole Kyrie talk. So Zach Levine in a Lakers jersey. You think, you think that gets done before Thursday? I don't. I actually think the Lakers are going to try to go get Buddy Heald because they're pissed about Russ not living up to the deal. They could have had Buddy Heald that entire time, but they chose Russ. And now they're going to go try to – they're going to lose a little bit, but obviously Buddy Heald's a better – he's 30. He's still one of the best three-point shooters in the league. You'd much rather have him over Russ, I think. Um, But I've got Levine up there just because it makes it a little bit interesting. It's a fun topic. Um, Obviously, you being a Bulls fan, where do you think – Levine on the Lakers fits, if at all. Well, um, I honestly see it fitting a lot just because, like, 
you got to give up Russ, so then you don't have such a ball-heavy person like Russ to like fluctuate the offense. So then you can just go back to LeBron bringing up the ball. And Levine's, Levine was first known for dunking in the NBA because of his dunk contest and what he did at UCLA. But then towards the end of his Minnesota career and going into Chicago, he was starting to create that shot. Now he's known more for his three-point shooting and creating shots as a shot creator. So I feel like if they could get rid of Ross and they can maybe get another person from Chicago to help build, but I could see Levine going in there and making a pretty big difference, honestly, with their big three being LeBron, Levine, and AD, but... I mean, it's the same thing that happens every year with the Lakers. They're like, oh my god, we're going to get Dame and Curry, and like, dude, what if Kevin Durant wants to go to the Lakers? Like, that's how those fans operate. That's the people who make those edits of Zach Levine in a Lakers jersey, Kevin Durant in a Suns jersey. Obviously, I'm supporting it, but I don't see either of those happening right now. Levine's definitely not going to the Lakers before the deadline. I don't think the Lakers have enough to give. Nobody wants to trade with the Lakers. They're going to reach into 2030 first round yeah. picks. Like, who wants a 2030 pick? We're still You're selling off sixth graders. <laughs> no offense to you sixth graders watching right now, though. Yeah, go play for the Lakers one day. Have fun. All right, next topic. All-star voting is complete. Uh, fan voting is finally done. What are some initial takeaways from this? Um, just taking just a good old gander at this list. Let's look over at the Western Conference. So the top nine makes sense. You got LeBron in first in the front court. You got I mean, Sabonis so is criminally underrated there, I think. Yeah, but... Wiggins should not be fifth. <laughs> Why is Kevin Looney tenth? Yeah, three Golden State. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is pretty, pretty egregious. Like... This is obviously how it's going to work. Austin Reeves at 9, but De'Aaron Fox should not be back here. Russell Westbrook should not be 6. Russell Westbrook. Wow, I didn't even look at this. Oh, my God. All right, let's go look at East front court. I'm cool with this uh, for the most part. This is more balanced, but you can obviously see the Lakers' influence with Kuzma at 7. Um, Paulo, because he's young, I'm fine with that at 8. But what's Clax doing? What's Clax doing? There's so many other guys that you could put there. Where's uh, where's, where's Brooke Lopez? Yeah. Oh my god. Like, why is he not there instead of Claxton? Brooke Lopez is Brooke Lopez is number seven on my list. Yeah, he's just ahead of half of these guys. And then, honestly, I'm not too mad about the guards, but be a. Being a Bulls fan, like, seeing Derrick Rose on there, that's cool. Like, you got all those people that like Derrick Rose. But yep. what's he really doing for the Knicks? Like, he doesn't need to be there. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Derrick Rose should never be above Darius Garland. No. He's a hun- almost 100,000 votes. He's 50,000, but, like, still. Hmm. Um... The only other thing on this list that I'm not huge on, like, all the starters kind of worked out, except maybe Shea. I don't know if Shea, Shea's not starting right now. Um, maybe Harden over Jalen Brown, but he's still probably going to get in, right? Yeah. yeah. My whole thing with this whole fan voting is they have, like, this weird, like, 50% fan voting, 25% 
the yeah. players and 25% like the the league committee and all those other people. Why are you ever letting an NBA All-Star game be picked by 50% fans? Like, I get it. They want to see, like, their best players, but... Well, it's bullshit because LeBron shouldn't be the the, the um, captain every single year. Yeah. There's other people playing better than him in the West. Like, I get it. Jokic is off two MVPs and they're the one seed. And he's two million votes Yeah, two million votes ahead of him. Almost to the dot. That's crazy. I just... I just think fan voting should go away, and it should be, and it should just be like the NFL when they do their whole Pro Bowl, even though no one plays in that. Like, right. still make it where the best players are the people that are going. Like, I, I should, I, like, ne- I should never see Kevin Looney on this list ever, ever. Like, I know you're not taking twenty, but still. no, yeah. I think there should still be some aspect of fan voting, just because the fans like it and it's fun. Like triple voting day, like that's fun for people. That's enjoyable. But it really needs to be ultimately decided by the by the players themselves and by the coaches, by the GMs, by NBA insiders. But it can't be like the MVP voting. Yeah. Um, it's a whole issue for a different day, but... That's true. Overall, fan voting kind of just needs to change. Got nothing else on it. Yeah, I agree with that, basically. Starters in the All-Star game. 19-time All-Star. Out of Akron, Ohio, the kid from Akron, LeBron James making his captain appearance in every year that has been available. What are we feeling about these teams? You cool with the starters? I am. Like, Curry's going to get taken out from the West because of his leg injury. So, does that mean Kyrie takes it because he's the starter in the East? Uh, I'm going to go to the next slide. I think, yeah, that's got to be what happens. Kyrie... Transfers over to the West, takes Curry's spot, and then Jalen Brown makes his starter debut for the All-Star team, probably. That's the best guy I see out of all these yeah. guards, honestly. But it's kind of a shame that Shea didn't get to start. Yeah, that dude's been, he's been killing it this year. That's I'd sure. be okay. I'd be okay with Shea starting over Curry and then Kyrie sitting bench, but you you can't do that because he's already got the starting. He's already got the starting, and if you look at, like, if we want to look at fan votes, Shea is at 2 million, and Kyrie's at 4, so. Yeah. That's probably going to go to Kyrie, would be my guess. Mm-hmm. But I, I do like seeing Luka, and, Luka, Jokic, and Zions being starters. They've earned it, for sure. Curry did, too, but he was just hurt. Over in the East, I like Kevin Durant still, even though he was hurt. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell's been on a tear. That makes sense. Giannis being a captain, I'm glad he got the captain over Durant just because he's been playing a lot better. Yeah. Um, I've got a question for you. Yeah. So do you think that the All-Star game should be reworked where it's like the – well, actually, I've got a question. Is there one captain from the East, one captain from the West? Yes. Okay. Do you think they should rework it to the highest fan vote just gets to be captain? So, let's say LeBron was in the East, it would be like LeBron and Giannis. Still, but do you think they should? I honestly think with the East and West still being somewhat balanced, they need to go back to just going East versus West. I'm like, cool with East versus West. Like, the pick thing, like, that made sense back when the West was just dominant. So will be, yeah. But now with teams being more fluctuates... I feel like well, look the, at the, the, the East and the West could still make a run against each other. Like this, would be, a, this would be a very competitive game. 
What's the What's the seven game series of these two teams? Are we taking out Kyrie and that stuff, or are we just keeping it how it looks right we'll now? We'll just keep it how it looks. Keep it how it looks before the trade. Yeah, it, it's going seven. You yeah. think it's going seven? Yeah, because well, they don't have enough size. The East doesn't. You're not stopping Luca with those guards. Donovan Mitchell and Kyrie are too offensively dominated, and then. You, you have prototype KD and KD, and then I think it still just goes seven, just because of how much their offensive power is compared to theirs. Like theirs isn't that much of a spread ball. Like you got Curry that can shoot. Luca's still a solid three point shooter, but everybody else is just paint dominant. So you can just cover that, and you make them win by shooting. If you really look at it, you could. I just don't think. Anybody on that starting five is stopping Zion. I don't. You can't put Giannis on Zion because yeah, he's starting Jokic. Giannis has to guard everywhere. There's just not enough defense. Wes Clearson's five and a half, six. Gotcha. All right, next. We got some all-star stubs, snubs here. Jesus. Uh, we got Harden averaging 21, six and 10.9. On forty-four point seven field goal percentage, how is he not in? Um, honestly, I think he probably will get in now because of the whole Kyrie stuff. Because of all the Kyrie stuff, yeah. But another person I'd be okay with is Pascal. Um, I like Pascal this year. Wait, I thought he was averaging like like eight and six. Oh, that was that one uh, video that we saw that the dude said, <laughs> oh, I guess this player was 8, 6, and 6, and he's a forward, and mm. he guessed Pascal. He's, he's, like, like, he's like, bro, hmm. I, know the, I know the Raptors aren't very good. And like, who's their best player? Is it, like, Van Fleet or something? Gotta be Pascal. Gotta be Pascal. Pascal's just been averaging, like, 22 since, 22 plus since they've made the NBA Finals run. And Seriously. Dude just thinks he's... Averaging eight, six, and six, like in Draymond Green. It's like that dude's actually never watched a basketball game. Probably hasn't, but you know, takes or takes. We have some crappy takes, but no, that I've one. That I've never had a bad take in my life. <laughs> and the other two, De'Aaron Fox and Jalen Brunson. Brunson's I've, been doing good after after leaving the Mavs this offseason and going to the Knicks. What's that Knicks team doing though? What are they like six seed, seven seed? Take a quick look. The Knicks are currently a seven seed, twenty nine and twenty six, only a half game behind the Heat. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's tight at the top, but I don't know, man. I, I wouldn't choose Brunson just because he's not like the clear cut. I don't think he's the number one guy on that team. It's still the guy who actually made the All Star. Yeah, it, wait, is Julius Randle in the All Star game? I think so. Yeah, he is. Okay, as he should be. Um. I'm not excited about De'Aaron Fox being snubbed. Although Sabonis is averaging a double-double, I still think Fox is their best player. And it, it's kind of been a process for these guys. Yeah. Um, light the beam, like, they're fun. They're fun, and he deserves to be in. I would put him in over... Oh, you can't I'd put him in over Dame. You I'd would put him over Dame. Damn. Or Paul George. I don't know. It's... It's really close. The dude is the dude that's averaging 26, uh, 24, 6, and 4. Yeah, 24, 6, and 4, and shooting 50% from the field as a guard. How many guards shoot 50% from the field? Not that many. Not that many. 
they're saying. And I get it. Like the Kings, the Kings are they're third. Yeah, dude. They're third in the they're West, in the and West, I'm dude. not putting more than just one guy from that team in there. Yeah, because you know, it's not just Sabonis, but still. They're underrating the uh, the Kings, and they think that they're gonna fall off. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. This is their first good season. In how long? Uh, uh, twenty five years. They had when they made it to the. They had Vlade Vlad Divac. Yeah, and uh, what's his name? The guy that called timeout for Michigan, Chris Weber. Oh yeah. God squad, God squad, and uh, Darko Milicic was that them? I think so. Damn. I think they also had Jason Williams back then too. Team White good. chocolate. That team's dirty. Every team was dirty. every twenty years, the Kings just pop out with one decent team. <laughs> yeah, that's fact for sure. All right, next slide. Early season award predictions. We'll start with MVP. Who you got? MVP. I really don't want to see Jokic win again, but he's, I think he's close to averaging a triple-double again. He, yeah, he just started averaging a triple-double again. I don't think he holds on to averaging a triple-double. If they stay one in the West, I could see them just giving it to him again. I honestly would rather see... He, he doesn't really do it on the defensive side if you call most valuable... Most the MVP, I can't talk, so I'm just gonna say MVP. They gotta be dominant on both sides of the ball. I don't think he's that dominant as a defense. He's just a piece of lard out there in the in the paint. So I'd rather have, I don't know, probably. It pains me to say this because I make fun of him a lot, but I'd rather see Giannis win, honestly. Giannis, Joel. I think this is probably Joel's year, but I really, really don't want it to be. Um, I think it's really all going to come down to who's won, whose team is the best seed, and if the Nuggets are the best seed, I still don't think they're going to give it to Jokic, just because they, the last MVP to win three in a row was Braun. Did he win three? I don't think he ever did. Oh, he won three in a uh, Might have been Jordan, might have been Larry Bird in the late 80s, um, but it doesn't happen that often, and if you haven't won an MVP, or sorry, if you've won those two MVPs, and you haven't won your finals, like Giannis won his finals after he won his two MVPs, I don't think you can give him a third one. I'm really obviously going to say, Giannis, that's my dog, day one. I think he's probably going to pull this one out. <laughs> 350 pieces in the last, like, six games, two triple doubles. Um, Giannis, Chris, Drew, Brooke, when they're all healthy, the Bucks are really unbeatable. They're a very scared team. I honestly think it's just a three-man race. You got Giannis. You got Joel, and then you got Jokic. Which is fun. I like that three-man race. It's going to be a three-man race for the next five years just yeah. because it's just big men that can pass the ball and yep. shoot it and score, play defense. The stretch four, but he's a five. So oh. who's your pick for we'll go to six-man? Six-man? Oh, that's so boring, but it's got to be Jordan Clarkson. I mean, Jordan Clarkson offensively just... I don't have enough of an opinion because I don't watch enough, like, second-string jazz minutes. Yeah. So, I'm just going to say Clarkson because I know he puts in work, but Tyler Hero puts in work. Does he come off the bench still? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so, so Hero's a uh, goat off the bench, obviously. Bobby Portis, depends how this Bucks team plays. If the Bucks remain healthy, I could see Portis coming in off the bench enough to be that player, mm -hmm. but I'm sure they won't stay healthy until the playoffs. So... 
I think it's down to those two for me. What about you? I would say it's probably gonna go to. I'd probably have to say Clarkson as well, just because of his offense. They usually Boring. give it to someone. They, they give it to someone who scores. You gotta think about it. They do. Who won it last Jamal year? Crawford. Who won it last year? Hero. I'm not. Probably them, maybe. It's just always. It's an irrelevant scores. award. Dude. Yeah. That it's nothing too big to talk about, but. If it's Giannis can be someone who scores. If Giannis can't win, it's not cool. Okay. Yeah, just a homer. <laughs> All right. Now, let's, oh well, most improved player, like it's one hundred percent market, and it has to be right. Yeah. I would go. Who else they got? It has to be marketing. Look at he's him. A, so. He's a first-time All-Star. I'm pretty sure. It's either marketing or Shea, but I know Shea put up a lot last year too. It's got to be marketing or Tyrese. Yeah, no, I think Markkinen just put in a better word just because the Jazz started out so hot. They did. They were, remember the Montrezl Harrell MVP race last year? That was funny. Yeah, it's kind of like that. But um, I'm cool with Markkinen, but like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if they gave it to Halliburton just because he's very similar to like a Chris Paul, at least in the stat sheet. Yeah. So they love that. They really love that. Kind of a unique player at guard. That's my pick. I'm cool with Al Burton. Gotcha. Defensive player of the year. Who's that going to? Giannis. It's going to be Giannis, bro. If it's anyone other than Giannis, I mean, it's just wrong. But I like Bam. Again. I like Bam. I like Evan Mobley. I like all those guys. I think it's very tough to give it to Gar. That's why I thought it was stupid them giving it to that was so bad. last year. It should have been Robert Williams. He was clearly their best defense player. Clearly. with Ro- He was probably their most valuable player, too. That is true. Yeah, I honestly think it should, like, unless it's going to be a Gary Payton, like, defensive guard, you have no reason to give it yeah. to a guard because there's multiple big men averaging more than two blocks a game and yeah. just playing good on defense, so... Is Miles Turner still putting in work? I think so, yeah. He's still... Future Laker. Future Laker. Been hearing sources. Mm. Yeah, I would say it's probably... If Giannis is one MVP, he wins Defense Player of the Year. That's I'm, my take. I agree with that. And then the, you either just give MVP to Jokic or Embiid and you just make Giannis one Defense Player of the Year again. All right, my final pick is Embiid MVP. Giannis DPOI as of right now. I think they're gonna scam and go Jokic, then Giannis at DPOI, weak, then Markinen at six man, uh, not six man, most improved, and then six man just goes to Clark. Clarkson would be my pick. Checks out. All right, next segment: race for the bottom heats. Oh, what are the Raptors doing down there? So, I'm sure we got this one right. Because I've been hearing uh, Windhorse and Woj talking about it, and Windhorse hasn't missed in like two years. <laughs> so he was saying that the Raptors are more than likely, um, I know Sham said this too, but they're looking to get rid of uh, OG. They're looking to trade Pascal and Van Vliet. And, Van Vliet. Yeah. and they're currently the 12th seed in the East. I would be absolutely shocked if they don't blow it up by Thursday. Where do you think they go? I, I don't know where they're going to go. They're going to go anywhere that they can get the best picks possible. 
And for Pascal, you can probably get two pretty damn good firsts. For Van Vliet, not so much, but he's like low-key borderline all-star. Like, kind of. What happens if they just did a flip with CP3? <sighs> That's so gross. <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> I don't see it. I think they're going to try to invest as much in this year's draft as they possibly can because this there's so much depth in this year's draft that any if you have two picks in the first round next year, like you're getting two very solid contributors. You want to know something? I do. The Magic could possibly have two picks in the top ten. I saw that. They have the Bulls. Man. Yeah. Unless it drops out of 15. Which, if the Bulls keep playing like they are, they're sitting at 9. Right now, they're sitting at, like, the 12th pick. So, they could have two picks in the top 10 going off lottery. Because the Bulls are sad in their poverty. You guys are getting rid of everybody, too. It's going to be fun. We should just get rid of Zamari and Zach Levine and just hoard them. How much is... It's hard to, like, di uh, discuss a player's worth when they haven't been traded in so long. Like, what's Zamari's worth to you? Sure, it's not like Kawhi no more. No, it's probably a first. I think he's probably worth two or three. Two, two firsts and a second, and like, a contributor? I don't know. Yeah. I feel like he's just going to be that guy that's going to stay in the league like Vince Carter for a while and just give you buckets. Not say too much? No, he'll just do his thing. He'll hit a couple game winners here and there because he just has that turnaround. Yeah, yeah. But... Yeah, I would say he's right around a first or two, and then maybe two players. But I don't really see a lot of people trying to go after DeMar right now. But Levine... Levine's got his worth. Well, Levine has a lot just because he's still on the younger side. Yeah. Merging in like that 30, I think. But... I think Levine is so valuable because the Lakers want him. If the Lakers want you, your value goes up so much. Look at how much they paid for AD. They're still paying. They're still giving them picks. The Lakers are in the worst spot out of any team in the NBA. Yeah, they had a, their trades for Kyrie had involved a 20-30 first-round pick. And they won't give up, and they won't give up Austin Reeves? How do you got to give up Austin Reeves? No offense to Austin Reeves or anything, but... Yeah, get, we're sorry, Austin Reeves. But if you're in, like, a wood-now moment, why are you not trying to get team up Kyrie, AD, and LeBron? Like, who cares? You're just going to play those guys 48 minutes a game at that point. You've got LeBron for... Two more, two more years until Bronny. Yeah, until Bronny just takes the number one draft pick. Because yeah. no matter where Bronny goes, LeBron's going because that's what he said. Thank you, goat. Thank you, goat. Oh my God, just in infract on our lives more. Not the goat. Sorry. Yeah. Um, we I'm got the we got the magic. What are you gonna say? I'm still mad at the magic because they fleeced us. They fleeced us for Vooch. <laughs> We're still giving them first round picks back to back years. Are you kidding me? And now they gave up two first rounds for a sorry ass Vooch at center. A sorry ass Vooch. The dude has one forty point game and barely gets above like eleven rebounds every like three games. Are you kidding me? And now they've got prototype Vooch, just <laughs> the next great like six foot eight guy. And Montero and then like wing. Sorry. Yeah. Cole Anthony's so good too. He's Dame. Cole Anthony's Dame. Their ideal thing is if the Bulls just, if they somehow get rid of Levine and then they tank, then the Magic could just go, like, first pick, fifth pick, and then you get Wemby and 
just a crazy guard like a Ben Thompson or something like oh that. Oh my god. Dude, there's some <laughs> disgusting there's some disgusting possibilities. Like who are the Pacers? The Pacers have to tank this year, right? I think the Pacers have to trade their guys. They have to trade everything by the deadline. They're sitting on that. They they fluctuate that 10-12 with Indiana, Toronto, and Washington. So whoever does a better tanking job is gonna get it. I think we'll get a top ten pick. But then sure. whoever knows that lottery ball, they, they could be sitting at the 14th with that 0.1 percent chance like the Cavs had. And then when they went back to back ones, Indiana could somehow sneak inside the top eight. Yeah, I think top ten you get really good talent. Anybody inside, like, I've expanded it from, like, top five to top seven. Now I'm at, like, top ten or twelve. There's really, really good talent out there. Like, that, it's just different from other years. Yeah. yeah. Pistons, too. Um, Pistons, they're getting rid of old man Bojan. They got to. I feel like they have a, a nice, solid core between Cade, Jaden Ivey, that they and they got rid of Jeremy Grant this past year. Yep. I think they gotta go if 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 they can somehow get Wemby. They're you're, banking you're, so you're, hard. You're, you're they are banking Wemby. so hard on Wemby. It's insane. And if Who's their best big? Jalen Duran, Isaiah Stewart, <laughs> and Isaiah Stewart's just a bowling ball. He's not Wemby. Yeah, so they're definitely trying to get Wemby. Same thing with the Rockets. The Rockets haven't invested in a big man in so long. Their best pl- their best big man is Sangoon. Send freaking Goon. Remember when they drafted Jabari Smith that like second overall last year? Was he a big? Not he really. He's supposed to be a power forward. Uh, look it up. While I'm looking it up, we'll go over to the Spurs. Dude, I love the Spurs, but they have nobody. They are going to invest so hard in the next, like, two years. I wouldn't be surprised to see them back in the playoffs by, like, 2024. Nah, 2025. Jabari Smith is 6'11", so he's power forward center. And they don't do nothing, bro. Why do they invest in that? Oh, my God, the Rockets have no future. He's 6'11". I thought he was short. I thought he was, like, 6'8". That's why. He weighs 210. He's nothing. Oh, my God. Nothing on him. The Lakers and the Rockets have nothing for a decade. That's sad. Quick little update while we're talking. At the end of the first, the Thunder are up 36-34 to 34 against the Lakers. LeBron's chasing Kareem for his points tonight, and LeBron at the end of the first has eight points. We love you, LeBron! And he needs to get 36, 36 to tie or 37 to beat Kareem. So do you think he gets it done tonight? No. Let me tell you what's going to happen, because I've been on fire this entire night. I've been right about every single take. Just just kidding. Um, it's LeBron. 30 points tonight. Okay? 30 points tonight. Goes against the Bucks. Breaks his record. Passing the torch moment. Giannis goes off for like 45 and like 12. I know I'm homing on him, but it's hard not to. It is hard not to. But I, I, only, see it, I only see him doing it tonight just because it's at home. You see what he rolled up in? He rolled up in all black suit, black shades. But he's, LeBron's corny. But LeBron's corny like, like that. that. He's corny like that. He doesn't close. He's corny. That's true. He he does only have eight points. Yeah. So he either does it tonight, which he's not going to, or he does it against the Bucks, and it's a beautiful, beautiful moment between NBA greats. And then another thing 
funny thing looking at this is the Lakers don't want to trade Austin Reeves. The dude has zero points. But you're telling me Troy Brown Jr. has six points and Austin Reeves has none? Dude, Reeves is untouchable if he's on the same category as, like, Scotty Barnes for me. <laughs> but let's go back to what you're saying about the Spurs. So you really like the Spurs, really? No, I was joking. They have... I only like the Spurs because they're paying the least amount of money to any other team, like, to their um, salary. So yeah, pretty sure the highest-paid players Doug McDermott yeah. in that lineup. They're McDermott. so young. Pop knows they're going to suck. I think six years from now, beautiful moment as Popovich and the Wembenyamas go and get Papa's last ring. He, he, Wembenyama holds Pop like in the Lion King, and it's beautiful. <laughs> and, he, and he rides off into the sunset. Is he got to like pick him off his wheelchair at that point, or what? There's no like Pop standing in six years. Well, he's gonna be carried. He's gonna be carried by the crowd in a beautiful show of NBA respect. I don't know. Uh, That'd yeah. be fun though. Yeah, I don't. I don't really see anything good with the Spurs just besides Popovich at this point. Yeah, that's all they got going for them. They're banking on Wemby, and then everybody wanting to play for the guys with Wemby. Honestly, I see teams tanking for the next like three years just because. There's so many good prospects coming up, and then you just whatever they just keep getting whatever better. team like we said earlier, whoever Bronny's class, you just get LeBron. Yeah, he's just gonna be free agent at that time. I think that's but, why he purposely signed that deal with the Lakers. But how much? Mm. No, I don't ask. I'll just say that there needs to be some sort of tampering review with LeBron when. Like, Bronny is about to be drafted, I think. Yeah, because you can't just be like, oh, if you draft Bronny, you automatically get me. But you can't do that because he'll be a free agent at that time. Right. He's the king of tampering, king of corn, and the king of my NBA. All right, next topic. In other words, <laughs> NBA Finals predictions. Man. This season's really heating up, huh? <laughs> Not really. No. We can see the West is pretty condensed. The teams in the plan, the Jazz sit at ten and a half games back while at twenty seven and twenty eight, while the East is at thirteen and a half games back at twenty five and thirty. That's the only real point to note in this graphic is the disparity between how Dis- how dispersed the talent is in the East versus the West. West is very balanced. Um, I've said that before. But the East is, like I've also said before, top-heavy. The Celtics have everyone. The Bucks have everyone. And they're going to go get more. The Sixers have everyone. The Cavs have almost everyone. They will when Mobley's 25. The Nets, that's the exception. The Heat, they can compete. The Knicks... They've been to the playoffs. They're probably going to get bounced first round, but they can compete. The Hawks, the most average team in NBA history, they can compete. Just because they're one Eastern Conference Finals. Just because they're one Eastern Conference Finals round. You give me the you give me the eight seed Hawks versus the Celtics. I think that's fun. Probably six games. Yeah, the Hawks won that one or two at home. Yep. And the Celtics just clean sweep everywhere else. And then. Yeah, I would have to agree. I 
the East is just those top four teams are just gonna in my opinion will be just probably the semifinals matchups. Yeah. I don't really see any of them getting bounced. The Heat could do something. The Heat the it. Heat might bounce the Cavs. That's about it. Yeah. Just because of Jimmy Butler. Because he just takes over games like we've all seen. Other than that, if we move over to the West, I really don't like Denver at one. Memphis, too young still, I think. Fraudulent. Sacramento, too young once again. I honestly don't see any of the teams in the top three making it to the finals. This could be the Mavs' year. If they keep stringing it together, the, their offense needs to work cohesively, and they need to actually have a defense. So I've I said this before too, but I wouldn't be surprised to see them go invest in defense in the rest of the trade deadline. Yeah, then they can compete. What do you think? Is there a chance the Warriors makes it back to the finals again this year? There's a chance. The Warriors are probably going to cruise at about a six seed, just because Curry's out for a month, right? So yeah. he's. Back, I think two weeks after All Star break, so yeah, yeah, a month. Curry's out for a month. You'll probably cruise around five hundred, and then he comes back. He'll win like win about fifty straight. Yeah, or something yeah, stupid like that. They'll win about fifty five, fifty six, somewhere in there, maybe a little bit less. And then they'll move up to like a four or five, and then just beat that team in five to six, and then probably beat the one seed, whoever it is at that point. That'd be my guess. So Kings, Kings news. Are they a playing team? Are they just a playing team sneakily disguised? At thirty and twenty three right now. Six and a half games behind Denver. But they're only they're but only they're only two and a half games behind a plan. So yeah, I feel like they're like they're basically the Jazz. How I see them is they're like the Bulls last year. The Bulls were the one seed in the East right before yep. All Star Break and then almost fell to the plan they barely stuck in. I'm pretty sure last year. This is, this could be the Clippers' year to make a run. It's kind of setting up nicely. T Wolves don't have anything cohesive. Gobert is just not working, and I don't know why they thought it would. What a trade that was. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Pels should be better than 28 and 27. Wouldn't be surprised to see them cruise up to like a five or a six. The Lakers have to make a push. They have to make a push. They have nothing. Yeah. They're going to have to do that, that's for sure. Um, Oklahoma City could sneak in with Shea. Trailblazers could just because game time, you know. Question. If you're OKC, are you going all in on playoffs this year? Or are you going all in on the tank and hoping that you can get like a top seven, top eight? If I was a Thunder, I would just just go down. There's there's too many good people in this draft not to try and get top yeah. ten. And your lineup is too prototypical to waste the potential to get a player like Wembenyama, to get a player like Scoot, to get either of the Thompson twins, to get Brandon Miller. Yeah, like you have no reason. Like you have Giddy, he's gonna be solid. Giddy's great. You you have Shea, he's already your your build piece. You have Chet that's hurt right now, probably putting on muscle as we speak that no one knows about. I haven't seen any videos Dude, about him. I think that's, when Chet I think comes back, I think they're hiding that. I honestly think they're hiding that. 
This dude's gonna come back. He's gonna show up in that summer league. He's gonna have like another thirty to forty pounds on him. Yeah, and he's just gonna look very solid. Yeah, I think the foot. This is probably too early to say, but I think the foot injury might be the best thing that's happened to him, simply for the fact that it's giving giving him the chance to go weight train just for a whole year. You go get on an NBA meal plan and you weight train. You don't have to worry about like flashing moves, scoring over three defenders, like. Yeah. Just put him on that Zion weight train. Yeah, get on the gumbo pack. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I see him just tanking. They should. Mm-hmm. You already have two solid guards, so they're not going to want to scoot. If there's any way they drop to one and then you just go power forward center of Chet and Webanyama. Chet, Wemby, Pokashevsky, and then Shea and Giddy, and then Lou Dort, and then you win the chip. That's just a scary young piece for the next... Yeah, ten years, but if not, like Brandon Miller would be a crazy good piece to that team. I yep. think you just need someone bigger that's gonna do a little bit more, in my opinion. But going a little sidetrack off our finals predictions, but we just gotta talk about like, that's the how it goes and what we see going on. But in your mind's eye, what you see, no cap. I would say there's two teams I see. Mm. Two or three teams out of the West I could see making it to the finals. Got the Mavs. I think if everybody stays healthy with the Warriors and they put it back together, they're the second team I see. And then I want to say the Suns, but I can't. Eight and one's out too bad. I can't. I'm going to have to go with the Clippers. I could see the Clippers. The, this is a Clippers the Kawhi, year to be the Kawhi in the Clippers. Finals, yep. and then they, they control finally, their destiny. They, they control finally their destiny do it. There. Yep. Those are my three teams. I don't know. How, how, what are your... I feel pretty good about that. I think the Timberwolves... Get, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I like those... Those three are fun. I think Ja is running his mouth too damn much for the Grizzlies to be competitive. He's taking it away from basketball. He's beefing with Shannon Sharp. Are you on your... Shannon Sharp. Dude's a football player and he's yeah. beefing with him. Like, you're talking like you're in the streets, but you just got your own custom shoe. You're, you're John Wall. This is not a good look for Memphis. I don't care that they're a two seed. Memphis isn't making it out of the second round. Sacramento's not making it out of the plan. Phoenix, Dallas, L.A., not the Lakers, and the Warriors are probably the only four. Those four are probably the only. You know what? I'll say the Nuggets. I'll say the Nuggets, man. I think this could be the year that they make it out of the West. I wasn't even looking at them because they're so boring. Jokic is so, I mean, he's fun to watch, but for the average fan, he's so boring. This is probably the year they're fully healthy. Look what he did last year when they weren't. This is I'd be very surprised if the Nuggets don't at least make it to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, I like to look at, like, the home, the way, what the records are. Mm-hmm. The Clippers are above 500 away. That's a that's a pretty good sign. So are the Kings, but they're going to drop. Yeah. The Warriors, 7-20 and 20 away. That's not good, but... They haven't won a game away for a long time. Yeah, so honestly, I like looking at that just because that's that's who you can see that's actually going to win when you need it most in a playoff series because you need to win at least one away 
at least one. Mm -hmm. So that just brings the Clippers out, but I can also see them losing that. So I would say my team, fully healthy out of those three teams, I hate to say it, but I think the Warriors make it back out of the last. Do you think it's Dubs Bucks or Dubs Celtics again? Because NBA, NBA really likes, sorry, NBA really likes to repeat their finals. Yeah, out of the east side, you can basically take everybody from, you switch Brooklyn and the Heat, you take everybody top five and six down, they don't have a chance. Move the Heat up. Those are your top five yeah. teams. Cavs, I think they're just still too young around Donovan Mitchell to make a run. I think they make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, so hmm. that's my take. I think they make it. I think they jump Philly. They make it, they upset either, I don't know who's going to be at the top at that time, who's going to be the two seed, but I don't know. Fully healthy Bucks is just, in my opinion, unbeatable. It is a very scary team, but I don't know. I I like the Celtics. I like the Bucks. Don't really like the 76ers. I just don't. I don't know why. It's because of James Harden. And Troel, Troel, he calls himself Troel, bro. It's like it's like if you want to be KD, LeBron's the same way. And look at the Celtics' away record. Like that's scary. How do you win eighteen games away? They haven't even lost. They haven't lost double digit game, double digit games on the road yet. It's pretty, pretty intimidating. And then they're twenty and seven at home. I don't know. I. I I either see the Warriors or the Celtics or the Warriors or the Bucks. Yeah, we'll talk about it more in coming episodes as it gets closer. But I think that'll do it for now. Alrighty, well, thanks for tuning in to the NBA Finals predictions, the award predictions, the All Star snubs, and All Star voting, player pool, and our free agency. Uh, you can catch us at our socials at the 416 pod on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And we will be posting this on Spotify and YouTube as well. And YouTube as well, either by Wednesday the 8th or at latest that Thursday morning, the 9th. But other than that, thank you all that are listening on Spotify or watching on YouTube. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. We really appreciate it. If you do have any suggestions for anything that we can change, add uh, different ways to approach our podcast, just let us know. We really appreciate it. And have a, have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool, but yeah. Actually, have a good day, boys. Thanks. Girls. You know. <laughs>